What's up, everybody? So, you know, opening this podcast, I'm going to give you some really tough news. Uh, the two most strong, you know, athletically gifted archaeologists in this apartment aren't going to be a thing anymore. It's interesting you say apartment because I've always viewed this thing as a big mansion. Yeah, I mean, it, I guess if you, uh, you know, it depends on your perspective. What I'm talking about specifically is that Julian and I are moving to two very different places. Yeah, I wish we would have got the miles and distance it is, but yeah, it's very, very different. Um, both moving on to further our careers in some sort of way. Um, some of us might be moonlighting or maybe both of us are moonlighting. But um, with that being said, I mean, the podcast is still going to happen. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the, uh, you know, I tried to fake you guys out, you know, giving you the bad news, but the show will continue. Yeah. So uh, basically we're moving and today we're just going to provide some of our insights on moving or some of our thought processes um, on, you know, how to move or maybe just some things that occurred to us while we're in this little space. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just going to go out there on a limb. It's going to be a big city I'm moving to. So good luck trying to find me. I'm going to like London, uh, in England, uh, United Kingdom. So it's going to be quite a distance from you guys obviously know that we're in Oregon right now. Yeah, so uh, London's a huge leap. I'm heading like to the northwest corner of America, which is largely from where we're from. So, I mean, it's pretty much on opposite sides of the world. Um, yeah, a lot of travel. Yeah, so I think we're, what we're going to do is like one week I'll commute the next week, Julian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're really committed to finding the fossils as archaeologists in between. And yeah, we're going to commute weekly um, via boat. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I think this is a, you know, like Julian said, this would be a good opportunity to talk about some of the things that we think about when we're moving and give you guys some heads up about thoughts that maybe you didn't think about. So, Julian, do you have anything to start off with? Yeah. So the biggest thing I've run into in this move is like I'm moving into my own space. Um, so figuring out, you know, what this space I have to I haven't been up there, right? Like the way I found where I'm living is basically a website called apartments.com. I don't know what I would do if there wasn't the internet to find an apartment. So like um, I'm bringing certain things up there like couch, bed. Um, I don't have like a dinner table or some other thing. So it's really figuring out the space once I get up there. But some items like I want to buy a rug, but I can't buy that until I'm really up there and I know how the space works because I don't want to buy a rug that's like too big or too small for the space that I'm in. Yeah, I mean, that's a really good point. You know, if you don't know, I think we share that. I don't know the spot. Like, I haven't visited the spot that I'm going to be living at either. And I think it's, yeah, this that's a decision of, you know, do I bring stuff with me to take over to where I'm going to be moving next? Or do I, you know, get it when I'm there? And that's a very important question to ask yourself. Yeah, and I think, too, a thing that you should do when trying to decide that is, Kind of go through all of the stuff you have because, like, you may not seem like you have a bit of stuff until, like, it's crunch time. And, like, I had a lot more stuff than I was expecting and I had to get rid of a lot of stuff just to kind of minimize. And, like, some of the stuff I didn't necessarily need or I'd had for a long time thinking I'd use and I didn't use. 
um, and just kind of comparatively, like, am I going to use this where I'm going? Probably not, and just tossing it. Yeah, exactly. I think that downsizing, um, always, there's an always a great opportunity to downsize regardless of wherever you're moving, even if it's a bigger place where you have more personal space. Um, just because, uh, I think by nature, at least me, um, I tend to hold on to things I probably shouldn't hold on to. Uh, it's like almost subconsciously. And by the time that I'm like thinking about making a big move like this one, uh, there's a lot of things that I'm like, dude, why did I keep this? Or, you know, am I really going to use this again? Like you just said. Yeah. And then you kind of come across like some bigger item, <clears throat> bigger items. So like, obviously we have a washer and dryer and Jordan isn't going <laughs> to ship a washer and dryer uh, to London. And like the unit I'm moving into already has a washer and dryer. So like having to get on that early and sell it before we move so that you know, it's not stuck here or like you lose part of your apartment deposit in our case for like keeping it here and then having to dump it or something along those lines. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think that goes into like, you know, being ready to fit into the space that you're moving in and uh, talking about moving, you know, people could move from, you know, a block like less than a mile away to, you know, obviously me, it'll be a thousands of miles away and you probably, you know, close to a couple hundred miles away. How like, you know, how does travel work in when you're moving things? We talked about downsizing, but now like, you know, let's talk about getting the stuff there. Um, I think, yeah, it really just depends on your move. Like if you're really connected to your personal items and you feel comfortable driving, you know, a 20 foot U-Haul or that's what you have to do. That's what you have to do. Um, if you just feel comfortable with like, you know, downsizing, say you're moving to just like a city an hour away and you just feel like I'm going to put everything I want in a backpack and start fresh. You could do that too. It's just kind of how you look at this new start or, you know, this new beginning. Cause every time you move, it's really you know, a new beginning or a new start, even if it's in the same city, like you're in a new house, you have the opportunity to do things different, um, you know, rechange your space, rechange, you know, the way you do some certain things. So it's really up to you on how I think you should kind of prepare for your move or ways of moving things. Yeah, I think that you touched on the the phrase like, you know, it's really an opportunity to do a lot of different things differently, I guess you could say. And the fact that, you know, let's say that you wanted to change it up and, you know, go with a more modern look in your household or decor. And originally it was more rustic. Then that's an opportunity to sell all the rustic stuff or, you know, sell all the decorating that you had before to, you know, make room for your modern look that you're going for. And that's just an example, but it can touch on many facets. It can touch on, you know, clothing, what clothing you're going to bring, what clothing you intend to wear, or like your fashion sense, things of that nature. Yeah. And in that too, if you're moving a little bit further, there's some things that you don't need immediately as opposed to um, like long term. So like me moving into my place didn't have a microwave. So like I needed to get a microwave. But like I said earlier, like I don't really necessarily need a rug right away or like a dinner table right away because like it's just going to be me and my space. Like you don't have to buy everything at once. First of all, you're not going to really know how it all fits or comes together. Um, you might, but like, and it's going to save you 
a little bit of money because by the time you move, maybe, you know, you work a couple of weeks and you get a little bit more money and you kind of get more comfortable with the area and find places that have, you know, unique items or uh, maybe some different stock comes in somewhere. So you don't have to lug, you know, a 12 person dining table up there, you know, the first day and it saves you some space in that moving van or some shipping cost. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's a really good point as well. Just make sure you know what the necessities are and, you know, delineate that from the things that you'll want eventually because they played huge and like absolutely disparate factors in your life when you're moving. You know, the factor that the microwave like you illustrated plays compared to the rug is it's very different. So how do you look at this move to another country like what are some of the things you've thought about or excited for in this kind of trek in this journey so obviously being such a huge change even regardless of where i was in america um it's going to be a huge difference i'm going to be in like a you know a different country different cultures um you know, access to different things, especially like geographically wise, I'll be so much closer to, you know, a myriad of countries and myriad of like cultures and stuff like that. Um, some of the things I've thought about to make this smooth are the things that I'm like excited for um, is obviously like lodging. So that's, that's like once that's taken care of and, you know, you figure out, okay, so I'm close to this place, this place, and this place in London. Then you start thinking about, okay, like, what is my daily life going to look like? And so for me specifically, I'll paint like a very, a much more vivid picture. I'll be going to school there. So, you know, like, what is my commute going to be like to school and back? And like, you know, what, you know, what things am I going to be wanting to do during the day? Or like, you know, am I going to want to pick up a job? Where do you think that job would be? Things of that nature as far as like logistic logistics go but as far as excitement goes man i'm just really really excited to like you know experience a lot more diversity and a lot more opportunities to like see different things in different places as far as you know being proximal to a whole bunch of different areas that have very different feels when you know right here where we're at in this mansion um you know we're not as connected or close to those yeah, it's always interesting, like a move to a much, much larger city and the opportunities given at hand. Like, I wonder if you'll, like, what unique spots you'll find. Like, do they have a sweet ping pong hall down the street? Or is, like, you know, is the arcade game scene huge? Or, you know, like, what are the pubs really like? Um, it's always, like, curious. And I think a fun excitement to, you know, find those hidden gems and, like, I guess you have the benefit of Yelps or Internet's already just, you know, take beaten to the streets and, you know, taking your Lamborghinis to wherever you want to and seeing what you find. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, obviously, um, traveling a little bit on my own, uh, there's a little bit of that edge that goes away kind of of you know, understanding like, you know, if you're in a different place, then geography is going to be quite different. Like, you know, you want to figure out the tram system or the subway system, you know, really fast, especially in countries. I feel like other than America, uh, a lot of other places have much more developed public transit. So I feel like understanding that would be very important. And but also, yeah, I'm a huge proponent of just kind of like walking and getting lost. 
Yeah. And I think that kind of made me think of like when you're moving to a new area, it's always nice to like kind of really understand where you're moving. Like you said, like you took to the fact that other country pub- public transport's huge. Maybe you're moving to, you know, a new city and a lot of people are riding their bikes or, you know, like there's a lot of traffic or, um, you know, just the, the weather in general, like being able to understand that when you move, um, is, I mean, most people take it into account, but like really understanding how some of that works, or maybe like if you're moving to say it was New York city or, you know, LA where there's a lot of traffic, maybe trying to learn some of those other routes to get you to work or, you know, other ways to surpass some of that stuff is going to be beneficial as well. Yeah, exactly. I think just understanding exactly where you're moving and or like the place you're moving to. Uh, obviously, you know, if it's in the same city, you pretty much, I'm sure, have a great, you know, or a good feel about, you know, what there is to offer or that city or place has to offer. But, you know, if you're going somewhere different, like both of us, it's going to be almost, uh, you know, an introduction or like, you know, some sort of handshake process of like, oh, OK, so, you know, like this is this is more of X, Y, or Z, like the place I'm in than, you know, what I was expecting or, you know, now I can do this because it's, you know, offered here. Yeah. I think too, like, I'm really curious about the adjustment to like people types or like, you know, what you're exposed to moving to like larger cities. Always, you all like, I've obviously been in a few large cities for basketball and been around like the country. And every time I've gone, I've always been curious about, you know, just every every section of the country is very different. So, like, for you moving to a different country, you're going to be a lot different mannerisms and, like, manners. And me moving to, like, a different pocket of America, a lot different, like, mannerisms, um, cultures, etc. So, it'll be adapting to that will be kind of a fun little quirky adventure. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, it's going to be very interesting, specifically in my case. Granted, hopefully... You know, well, the second I open my mouth, people will understand that I'm not from there. So hopefully that gives me some sort of, you know, grace in the fact that, oh, he, wh- why is he doing that? Wait a second. Yeah, he's just American. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I guess they'll definitely notice. And that, I mean, that might pique some interest or conversation. And hopefully it's not like a bad thing in some areas. Or Yeah, like I get accosted and then I can't. I have to start using sign language to get around <laughs> instead of like speaking. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe throw on like try to throw on a fake accent. That might be a little bit more offensive. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think you're right in the fact of, you know, different people in different places. I think in general, generally speaking, there's always going to be, you know, there's always going to be idiots wherever you go. And not saying that in like kind of like a cynical way, but it's just like, you know, there's always going to be certain casts and types of people, regardless of where you go. You know, it doesn't take a certain color of skin or, you know, come from a certain place to be, you know, not smart with your decisions and X, Y and Z. You know, there'll be intelligent people, not intelligent people, all of them. Yeah. Um, speaking of uh, non-intelligent or unintelligent people, um, our time in this mansion has seen some very interesting um, people of the human species. Um, is there any examples that come to mind when you think of just kind of odd occurrences that have happened around here? Um, yeah, I mean, obviously I would I would be remiss if... You know, I didn't talk about the weird species of people as in us because there's a lot of weird stuff that I do. 
And so that's that goes without saying. But I mean, that one time I've, I'm not kidding you guys on this podcast. There was one time I came home from work and there's like police cars everywhere. Uh, I got into the apartment like and there's police everywhere. I walked into the apartment and figured out Ju- Julian said like, yeah, so our neighbor, like our neighbor, like across the way, like literally probably 30 feet away from our our door uh like held somebody up at gunpoint yeah that was an interesting day like i got out of school i remember that uh, i got out of school like was getting ready to go to work at five and i usually left at like 4 30 ish 4 25 ish and i kind of hear this like shouting and like i peek out my window and don't really see anything and i can kind of hear it's close to our door so i like run to our door basically uh, to see what's going on and we have like three little window slots above the door and i like kind of just peek through there and there's our neighbor like walking by with his gun up pointing at some dude and some dude just talking about like oh he wants to like it's his old roommate basically um yeah and that kind of progressed and then you know i walked around a little bit longer and then yeah by the time i left and this dude had been at gunpoint uh <laughs> jordan had come back and i was like dude you would not believe like there are a ton of cops surrounding this place i was like Wow, that dude is crazy. Yeah, and I think, I mean, I, I couldn't tell you of a less wild, ex- or like, you know, I couldn't tell you of a more wild experience just because that one, you know, you don't see that every day. Yeah, it's interesting, too, because we don't necessarily live in like a bad area. Um, there's a lot of elderly people in the complex that we're in and like middle-aged white people. Um, so like just to see that on just like a random Tuesday was a little little amusing to a certain extent but a little odd yeah well i just want to like take the time to point out that you know you described basically you said we're in a safe area there's a lot of middle-aged white people (laughs) around here like that's the that's a telltale sign of safety (laughs) yeah um we have some dude that walks his cat around um i don't know if you've seen that recently but oh yeah that's always a unique sign um one of the things i remember moving in here is the same neighbor, I guess. When we first moved in, like, uh, Jordan and I had settled in or whatever, and basically, like, this dude is just all, like, the first time we really see him is, like, just kind of chilling in his boxers with, like, his shirt off and stuff, like, in the comfort of the public. Like, I get the comfort of your own home, but it's become, like, an everyday occurrence to where you see this this gentleman just chilling, and it's a little, it's just a little obscure, I guess. Yeah, and, I mean, there's, there's a lot of things that make this that makes this guy a caricature just by the way, you know, he decides to wear, you know, his clothing choices. Uh, obviously he stuck somebody up with a gun. Um, he, yeah, he just is doing his own thing about 99% of the time. The other 1% I'm, I'm not around for, so I couldn't tell you, but yeah, interesting character for sure. Yeah. And I guess in terms of our apartment, like, Back to kind of moving tips um, after our little side tangents here and there. Um, trying to get back your deposit is um, a very interesting process because it really depends on your property management or your land. Like if you're in an apartment or condo or, you know, you're leasing or something like that, kind of getting that deposit back and, you know, some ways to really ensure that that's going to help or you're going to get it back. Yeah, I think one of the ways is obviously leave it in a good condition and make sure it's clean 
that's probably one of the main ones. Um, sometimes, depending on where you're at and who you're dealing with as far as landlords go, they'll take out some of your deposit automatically for like, you know, carpet shampooing, things of that nature. But um, it's still a good idea to like, you know, go through vacuum, you know, just do regular cleaning, even if that's the case, just because, you know, um, throughout the whole process of you living somewhere, you'll like, you know, things will happen and all of a sudden they become normal to you. So, you know, you don't notice like the scuff on the wall or like, you know, the ding somewhere else. So like before you move, I highly recommend just making sure that you go through and like make sure you're a thorough cleaner or hire somebody to clean because that'll make a big difference on the deposit you get back. Yeah. And I think a lot of it, yeah, is visual. Like there's some stuff that you're going to change regardless, but like, keeping a clean visual appearance, um, like maybe cleaning your air conditioning vents or um, kind of those areas that get neglected and changing like your air filter so it looks like you frequently change it if you don't. Um, you know, kind of cleaning up your bathroom, just kind of like the simple things, maybe cleaning up the blinds a little bit. Um, and making sure it kind of smells nice. So whenever they walk in to do that, it kind of doesn't smell stale or stagnant or just like something died in your house. Because um, if something did die, you'd probably clean it up anyway. So Yeah, and another thing you want to think about too, something that uh, is going on or happens in this house is uh, early when we moved in, we changed out our light bulbs for LED light bulbs, which is more energy efficient than incandescent light bulbs. So that's another thing you'll want to remember to replace the light bulbs out back with incandescence because you'll want to take your LEDs wherever you go next. Yeah, uh, I think that's kind of a good summary of some of our, I guess, tips and what's happening with the podcast and, you know, just some tangents and stories about here. Hope you picked something up in there. Yeah, I mean, I just want to say, like, thanks, guys. I always do this. But, you know, regardless of where we're at, we're going to be on kind of two different sides of the earth a bit. But, you know, the the show will go on, like I said earlier. And, uh, you know, it's just going to probably augment the experience from now on. Yeah, uh, you'll probably get some very interesting stories from two opposite sides of the country. Um, go, look, we'd really appreciate if you guys, you know, left a rating or subscribed on whatever platform you're on and kind of helped us out there as we continue to grow with your support and help. Um, and maybe that helps us grow into one day meeting some of you people in person or, you know, hearing some more of your stories or, um, just the ability to share, um, some of our tips or things we've learned over time. Yeah. Yeah. Once again, see you guys.